These people don't give shit. Welcome to week nine college football extravaganza. We're here to give you a quick episode because I got to get to class. Joey's up in Illinois um, doing what Big Ten correspondents do. And uh, Mm -hmm. Davis is at work. We just got to get it in. It's Thursday. We got to get in these locks. So here we go. Last week, um, the Big Ten jumped into action. Uh, Wisconsin, big win over Illinois, got that revenge win. Knew it was going to happen, called it. Um, and then they caught the COVIDs. So now they're not playing this week. So yeah, what- Wisconsin looked really good. Their quarterback looked good, but now they're out of contention because the Big Ten is done. Right. The Big Ten, uh, there's no room for any error. And uh, they have some 5% rule where if 5% of your team gets COVID, you're not playing. Um, you know, it's, it's, this, uh, it's this terrible, terrible fear of COVID, I think, that's going to drive the Big Ten to not play any football. So there we go. Um, and, and who was going to play? There's uh, some boomer something was going to be a quarterback for Wisconsin. And it's like a four-string quarterback. And we're about to see this guy come out of nowhere and sling the damn rock. But we're not going to get to see it. And also not going to get to see it in Nebraska, even though Scott Frost looked pretty good against Ohio State um, there early on. But yeah, yeah I, I guess early on. Early on, they look good. And then uh, that quarterback had a fumble, um, like, in the third quarter, I want to say, when Ohio State was already up big, and then it just kept snowballing. But I think I think they looked leaps and bounds better from where they were last year. Okay. Um, Alabama, mud hole stomps Tennessee like we predicted. Uh, however, they lose Jalen Waddle on the opening kickoff of the game. This is huge to me. Uh, Jalen Waddle, a uh, huge component in, in Alabama's offense. And I, I don't know if they are going to still be at that same level. Like, I think they could win uh, with Jalen Waddle against, like, Clemson's and teams like that. Without Jalen Waddle, I think it's less likely they win. So, I don't know. I don't know. Alabama looks unbeatable right now. And Najee Harris is really good. And then Devontae Smith's awesome. I think Miche's fine. They're going to be fine. I, I was wrong when at the beginning of the season. I didn't think they were going to be this good, and they just are. But Mac Jones is playing great, so we'll see if that continues. Um, mm-hmm. And Tennessee might just not be that good. They need a new quarterback. Yeah, Garantano is not looking good at all. Um, that might be the Alabama effect, but the game before that, Kentucky threw two pick sixes in a row. That's never good. Uh, yeah, this game was never close uh, at all. Okay. Notre Dame yep. puts puts it on pit after leaving much to be desired against uh, Louisville last week with the twelve to six game, or twelve to seven game. Sorry, yeah. uh, that was that was atrocious. But they come back and put a forty five burger on Pitt's three. Um, Ohio State looking awesome, like like we knew they were going to look awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Justin Fields fast, accurate. Um, I think Ohio State's in the playoffs already, even if they play two games. 
Yeah, Ohio State's just really good, which I, I expect them to be. I like them in Alabama as the top two right now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. Davy boy. Yellow. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, I am on my way home. Should be home in about five minutes. And then uh, give me like another five to grab my equipment and I'll get my board set up and whatnot. Just hop in whenever. We're going over last week's picks. Are y'all, like, live recording right now? Yep, you're on the pod. All right, what's up? I'll be tuning in here in a little bit. He's a working man. Aren't we all? I should be working right now. I would have been on sooner, but it's one of those days now. It's one of those days, baby. All right. Put the pedal to the metal. All right, bye. The commitment from this college football extravaganza podcast crew, I'm telling you. All right. No. Uh, so, yeah, Ohio State, um, one of the best teams in the land right now. I can't wait to see the game this week. All right. Oh, Iowa State uh, drops a close one to Oklahoma State. This game was probably probably the most entertaining game in that uh, in that early early afternoon slot. So I was watching this um, along with a few other games. Um, both really good running backs on either side. Uh, Chuba Purdy. Not why do I keep saying nope. Purdy? Chuba Brock Hubbard. Purdy. Yeah, why do Brock Purdy and Chuba Hubbard? Well, I got them mixed up in a previous podcast, and now yeah, they play, and now they're playing each other, and so that's just a clusterfuck. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Who cares? We'll we'll go past it. But Oklahoma State looks good. They controlled the ball um, and held Iowa State. I think uh, Oklahoma State, if they win out, they might make it to the playoffs. But uh, you're not really, you're not really super impressed by them, though. You know what I'm saying? Like they're hanging in there, and they're the team that everyone's like they're going to lose first round. Um, See, I don't, I don't know, but uh, necessarily, I feel the same way because I just think it's a different Oklahoma State than we're used to. Um, I think. Sorry, I thought I heard something. Uh, Oklahoma State, I think uh, their defense is really good. We. It is. Um, we're not used to seeing uh, Oklahoma State be good. Is the thing, and now that they now their defense is good, and their offense does enough. So, yeah, I'm gonna watch them closely this week and see see what they do. Um, you know, other than that, uh, good win by the Cowboys and uh, our favorite mullet, Mike Gundy. Okay, uh, Penn State travels to Indiana and drops one in overtime. A spectacular play by uh, by Indiana's quarterback. Um, maybe a controversial call there. It looked into me. Could have been short. I don't know. That was uh, probably the best play of the week. Uh, if you didn't see it, they elected to go for two because the coach was like, we got the number eight team at our home. Hadn't beat a top 10 team in, in decades. Uh, they went for it and it paid off. Uh, Indiana, great win. They were pumped up for it. Okay. Yeah, I love so, that call. I, I would always go for two. I don't care if I'm the worst team or the best team. I'm going to go for two there. Right. Uh, and it paid off. I mean, if you lose, you lose. You hung in there with the eight, you know, eighth ranked team in the nation. And, uh, you know, you did all you could. And if you kick the field goal, you go into another overtime. But then they might go for two. So, took, you know, mm-hmm. took a. Uh, was it put it put it in your own hands you know and and that's always the best the best option i think for if you're a head coach i'm, I'm with you okay cincinnati at smu this was probably the best uh 
a group of five game all year uh, on paper. Uh, Cincinnati absolutely, absolutely destroyed SMU. Took it to the ponies. Um, we're big pony pony people here, but it wasn't it wasn't meant to be. Cincinnati's got a quarterback. Oh. He's a stud. Uh, they have a defense too. Yeah, they have a defense. Cincinnati's something to be reckoned with. I wouldn't want to play Cincinnati. Um, um, I think they're a sneaky playoff team. Sneaky. They, might, they might they might sneak in. Yeah, Desmond Ritter. I think it was like a he broke free a for, for like a negated. Sorry. Yeah, here there it is. He broke free for like a ninety-five yard touchdown run. Long strides. This guy, this guy's six foot four, two hundred fifteen pounds. Didn't look like he was running fast, but he was. He was gone. Um, you got an athlete like that at quarterback. There's not a lot you can do about it from the defensive perspective. So yeah. Yeah, Cincinnati looking good uh, at number nine. Um, and I don't really see much. I mean, they got to play UCF. UCF hasn't been too hot, and they got to play Houston. Um, and Tulsa there at the end. But, yeah, they could very well go undefeated the rest, you know, the rest of this season. Um, do they make a playoff run? That's the question. It really depends on what the other conferences do, because I think that if Oklahoma State and the – Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, all going defeated. I think those teams are going to make it in there. But if one of them falters and Cincinnati's there undefeated, I think they look good enough to where they can sneak past them, especially if one of them has two losses. And how crazy would that be? All right. Miami uh, wins in lackluster fashion against uh, UVA, 19-14. to 14. Um, Not really impressed, but they got the job done. Uh, it was a defensive ball game. Uh I don't really have much to say about this. Didn't get a chance to watch it. Did our ACC correspondent get to watch this? I actually didn't, but I just know it was a very disappointing game from Bryce Perkins. I don't think he recorded a single stat in the game. Mm-hmm. So I think he really, if he plays better, Virginia can play better in other games. So that's my analysis. Yeah, they might, they might trade him. They might trade him is what they might do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, BYU. Um, just shits on Texas State, fifty-two uh, to fourteen. Uh, we don't really have to talk about that. Uh, NC State doesn't do well. North Carolina pissed off because they lost to FSU. Comes out and Sam Howell puts up two hundred fifty-two yards, and uh, Mac Brown is sitting there at fourteen now. So beat a rival. Good week for North Carolina. I think they rebounded off that FSU loss pretty well. Yeah, and with NC State without their quarterback just isn't very good. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, still 21 points is respectable, but not against North Carolina's defense. So, Right. Um, Michigan looked really good against Minnesota. I don't want to take anything away from Minnesota. I think Michigan just looked really good in that ball game, And uh, they, they got a running back, and they got a quarterback this year. Um, studs all around. Watch out for this Michigan team. Um, They'll probably be really good, but still lose to Ohio State. From what I'm, that's that's my guess right now. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I, I'm curious how Minnesota responds because I still think they have a chance to be a good team. But and we'll see with Michigan too. I'm not buying in on them yet. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we'll skip a couple games. We're trying to move through this fast this week. Uh, Auburn wins uh, against Ole Miss after another missed call that goes Auburn's way. Lane Kiffin got fined $25,000, and he's looking to pay the fine in, uh, I think, pennies, all pennies. 
Um, so we'll see how that goes. Pennies or dimes are one of them. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he's really upset about the call. called yeah, out the refs and he, yeah, he should be. Um, this is the second time that Auburn's got a call to go their way. That was obviously uh, terrible. Should have been reviewed. So I don't know what the sec refs are doing, <clears throat> but they need to stop hanging on Auburn's nutsack and just, <clears throat> you know, maybe throw some calls against him. Auburn should be one and four right now. They should yeah, be one and Lane Kiffin, okay. I agree. But uh, Lane Kiffin's going to get this old Miss train rolling, I think. I think he's yeah. dangerous. Um, <laughs> they're playing really well with a roster that's not very good. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, if Matt Corral gets back to playing how he was against like Florida and against Alabama, I think they'll be even better. He just uh, – he's been on the interception train, on the pick train for a little bit. So um, I think Ole Miss is better than they're, they're uh, showing in the past couple of weeks. Uh They've been uh, – they, they haven't lived up to our expectations, I guess. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma mm-hmm. takes care of TCU. Um, I called this one. <clears throat> I thought Oklahoma – I think Oklahoma's getting back in, in their rhythm, getting back in the motions too. So, that's good. Uh, Florida State, I didn't get to much watch, watch much of this one. Lost to Louisville. Very disappointing. As we've said, uh, Louisville's hot trash. Um, tell me what happened there. I mean, uh, Jordan Travis is constantly hurt, so that's just what he is. Um, he's, I mean, he's an awesome player when he's healthy, but he's never healthy, so he's not an awesome player. That's just a fact. Um, and our defense didn't cover a single person. That, I mean, hell, they, they had a couple times where it was t- uh, second and 24, and they threw a 40-yard touchdown. Just They just let people run wide open. Um, there was no I – I, I really think that Adam Fuller is going to get fired this year, and it's a throwaway COVID year. That's how bad the defense has been. And they just showed no sign of life, no sign of being able to cover anybody. With the fact that they didn't put Asante Samuel, who has a better – quarterbacks have a better QBR when they throw the ball in the dirt versus Asante Samuel versus actually throwing the ball at him. Um, and they didn't just put him on 2 at well and say, this is your job the entire game. It's ass nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have no pass rush. So you have bad safeties. you got no pass rush. People are just going to – People are, I mean, they're going to run free and they're going to get open. Um, Tutu Atwell is, is dangerous and uh, Javian Hawkins is dangerous. So you definitely got to key those guys. And I'm very surprised, like you said, too, they didn't have Asante Samuel on, on Tutu Atwell. From, from what you're saying, at least, I didn't watch the game because I thought it was going to be a good game, actually. But uh, I thought FSU was going to win and uh, I'm, I'm pretty surprised. So. I, you know, I knew it was going to be close. They didn't, they didn't look interested. Yeah. You think they maybe they were coming off that win, way. coming off that, so. that win and just maybe had big heads in this one. I I have no idea. Cause like the, like when George Travis gets hurt, it's tough, but well, I mean, again, he's always hurt, but the wide receivers just drop out. They set a school record for drop passes. I think in this game, uh, even when, you know, Chubba Purdy went in on this game, he was 0 for nine. And I think five passes were just dropped by the wide receivers. Yeah. Um, he threw one to Keyshawn Helton, hit him in the chest for a touchdown, and he drops it. And Keyshawn Helton dropped a third and 20 first down uh, early in the game that would have kept it a competitive game. And maybe the, you light a fire under somebody. And they just, mm. I mean, it, it was spectacular. And this is crazy because Keyshawn has made some outstanding plays. And, uh, and you know, you got Scary Terry over top two. I'm surprised he didn't nope, do much. He's out. He was he's out. out. <clears throat> That's big. He's been out. Last two weeks. That's huge. Um, Jordan Travis did have a a crazy play, um, I think, in the beginning of the game where kind of fumbled the snap and then uh, 
hit the ball to himself on the ground and then uh, hit the circle button and got in, got in the end zone. So that was a crazy play that I saw, but you know, you need more of a whole lot for us. Yeah. Yep. All right. UCF beats Tulane. Uh, I was not surprised. Um, I, I can't remember if I called Tulane to win or UCF. I think I stayed away from this game in my locks, but uh, UCF trying to get back on, on that winning train. Uh, Dylan Gabriel threw for 422 yards. So continuing to just be a monster in, in the passing game. Um, Texas beats Baylor. I don't have much to say about that. Missouri beats Kentucky. Uh, Missouri is looking better than we thought they were. Uh, and, you know, I think they're a motivated football team. They're having fun. You see them on the sidelines. They're getting pumped up. And that those are the scariest teams to play. Uh, Kentucky, after coming off a big win at Tennessee, um, maybe, maybe got a little bit ahead of themselves in this one because um, that trip to Mizzou ended in an L. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, South Carolina, with their backup quarterback, looked – really good they took care of uh south carolina like it was nobody's business lsu looked really good lsu did look really good you said that you said south carolina looked really good oh did i i'm sorry yeah no i meant yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, i meant lsu looked really good south carolina not so much um Mm i i didn't get to watch this game i got to watch the highlights but i was really surprised because i called south carolina to win this game um just because of the new quarterback stepping in and will muschamp being able to confuse uh you know, newer guys at quarterback with his, with his defense. Welcome Davis Wood to the podcast. Hey, looking fresh. Yes, sir. With the, with the throwback year. Yep. Yep. It's throwback you're week. You're definitely ready for this weekend. Yep. So um, we're on the South Carolina game. I got it wrong, obviously, uh, but LSU looked really good. Um, other than that, I don't think there's any other big games. Did I miss any big, big games from last week? I don't think any. Uh, yeah, there was. Uh, there's one that surprised me that you went over. I can't find it now, but whatever. <laughs> uh, no, uh, oh, Rutgers beat Michigan State. Kind of surprising, but Rutgers. Um, they reloaded their roster with transfers, uh, which mm-hmm. is what I think. Again, talking about Florida State, they're going to do that next year. Uh, it's just amazing with the transfer portal, what you can do to rebuild a roster in one year. So mm-hmm. I, I thought that portal. was interesting. That came out and with how bad they were last year and did that. Well, well don't forget about Greg Schiano. Greg Schiano is back with Rutgers and he's mm-hmm. the guy that brought Rutgers to their initial success. He's back now. And he's looking to do the same exact thing. And what a great start for him to get that big win over Michigan state. And yeah, he's a big win trying to bring them back to the Ray Rice days when they were uh, <clears throat> playing the two and three game versus Louisville. I remember those days. I was a kid watching that. That was crazy. I was like, Rutgers is good. Louisville's good. What am I watching in college football? <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Week nine. Me tug dog, yeah. All right. Week nine, college football action. Um, we got some games tonight. No one really cares about those games. South Alabama throwaway pick hope south south alabama wins um friday we got some games uh some eastern or yeah eastern carolina at tulsa uh at 9 p.m tulsa's looking good i'm gonna go with tulsa if you guys want to throw in picks go and throw in picks i'm gonna move through these very fast yeah marshall postponed uh that sucks marshall's still rocking that undefeated they're at 19 this week so likely to stay undefeated 
yeah, very likely to stay undefeated. Um, so another one of those teams that, you know, might get uh, the benefit of the 2020 season going undefeated. Um, Boston College at Clemson. Clemson uh, going to handle them. The spread's at minus 31. Um, mm-hmm. I like Boston College in that. I think they're a little underrated at 4-2 and two with a new coach. You know, I said before on this show, I, I like their new coach. Um, 32 is a lot. I got 32, not 31. Um, do you hear, still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. Someone just tried to call me during that. But yeah, so I like the over and I like Boston College. All right. I like that pick too. Um, like I, t- I was telling Davis last week on the show that Syracuse is one of those teams that plays uh, Clemson close always. And they, ha- I think the spread was like 40 something points. And uh, I was like, I'm not buying that because every year, somehow, some way, um, Dino Babers plays Clemson Dino close. He, he's got, he's got the formula. He knows their number. He knows how to get them close. Uh, I don't know how Boston College is going to do, but I'm just not comfortable with that 31 on Clemson. So um, you, you didn't lock it up either, but you, you're taking yeah. Boston College on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I will obviously, I like Clemson to win. I, I mean, Boston College is a pretty decent team. Clemson, they're always bound to play those kind of teams not as tough. They, are, they, they just don't take them serious. It's like Alabama does the same thing. I uh, but you know what? Just because it's Boston College and Clemson, I'm not going to waste a lock this early. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right, Georgia going to Kentucky uh, at the mighty Kroger Field. What do we think about this one, boys? Uh, I kind of want to see Georgia make quarter- or quarterback change. Um, did they play last week? I don't. I don't remember them. They didn't, right? I don't think so. No. No, they did not. Yeah, that that game against Alabama with Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett just didn't look good. It was against Alabama, but I'm still not sold on Alabama's defense. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I'd like to see JT Daniels play. I'd like Georgia. I think they probably cover because, especially with how badly Kentucky looked that last week and their big win being over Tennessee, who doesn't, you know, look what they did last week too. Um, they, again, out against Alabama, but still, uh, I like Georgia really no matter who plays quarterback, but I'd still like to see JG Daniels play. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Georgia in this one. Um, I'm not messing with the minus 17 because I think Kentucky comes out and plays motivated after the, after that loss. And then, uh, I'd like to see, uh, JT Daniels come and play a little bit too, if he's healthy, um, just so Florida can have some tape on them next week, uh, because that's the game next week, but uh, I think Stetson Bennett playing against Alabama, you can't really judge it. I think it's the Alabama effect. Um, well, I think I like that him. Stetson Bennett was a guy, you know, obviously he went into this season, the third string, they were looking either at JT Daniel or uh, I forget who the other guy is already. Jamie Newman. He opted out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other guy that started the season. Uh, yeah, but he was, he was Mathis. hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Mathis was hot. Well, Mathis. Yeah. So, Again, Stetson Bennett wasn't supposed to really have an opportunity. So the second that he starts to slip, they're going to give JT Daniels an opportunity. I think Stetson Bennett obviously plays this ball game, but if there's even a moment where he starts to struggle, I have a feeling we're going to see JT Daniels eventually play. He's a five-star quarterback that transferred into the program. He's going to play eventually if if the other quarterback starts to slip. And it's, I think with Stetson Bennett, he, although he's been a great story, I really think they're going to play him snap by snap and see how it goes. Yeah, I think I think you're right, um, because obviously you got JT Daniels there, and he can sling the ball. Okay, Memphis, uh, known to be an upsetter, traveling to Cincinnati. 
this game is pretty big for Cincinnati this week because if you win, then uh, you're looking at a schedule where you have a couple bumps in the road where you got to take care of UCF and Tulsa. But, you know, this is one of those games that you could drop. And Houston, I guess Cincinnati has some places where they could slip up. But here, um, they're minus six and a half uh, favorites. And, you know, I'm hesitant to lock this up, but I'm going to lock it up. It's going to be my first lock. I like Cincinnati after watching them against SMU last week. I think they are uh, in a league of their own in the group of five. If there is one thing I think I could guarantee out of this ball game is that since the over is set at 55 and a half over and under, take the over in this ball game. This is going mm-hmm. to be a high scoring affair. Memphis, they put up 400 to 500 yards just passing alone per game, it seems like. They also can rush the ball good, but passing wise is where they're effective. And I think airing it out, they're going to put up a lot of yards against Cincinnati, but Cincinnati is, is such a good football team. Really offensively, I think they're going to do the same exact thing. This is going to be a close matchup to where I don't, want to, I don't want to play with right now. I think it could go either way. I like Cincinnati to still win the ball game, but regardless, take the over. This is going to be a high scoring affair. Yeah. You know what? I'm switching my lock. I like what you said too much. I'm switching my lock. <laughs> to the over it's going to be over for sure then go ahead and add my lock in too because that's how double lock double, double lock. lock i kind of hate i kind of like the under uh, <laughs> um, oh. i uh i think i think uh cincinnati's defense is just too good memphis is a good team but they're not what they've been years past um i i, I like cincinnati to win i think it's a close game but i don't think it's that high scoring i see like 28 24 which is under. It's close. Lock it's it up just because y'all locked up the over. I'm going under. Oh, Lock it up. he's going under. I like that Cincinnati defense wow. is good, man. They're no joke. They're legit. And their Memphis is going to score points, but I don't see it being a shootout. All right. No time so, yeah, to fight I, about I like this Cincy, one. But I, Go ahead. Yeah, I like Memphis to cover, though. You like Memphis cover? That's all right. No time to fight about it. We'll fight about it next week when we see who's right. I wish I – we got to go back and see uh, – our lock records because it's probably ugly for me right no, mine's now. Mine's terrible. Yeah, it's absolutely mine's terrible. All right, Michigan State at Michigan. I think Michigan gets an easy win here uh, after Michigan State showed its cards against Rutgers last week. Um, anything to say about any of that? Yeah, yeah. All it's right. a it's a heavy line, but uh, yeah, Michigan. Yeah, very heavy line. Over unders yeah. at fifty two. Uh, Michigan's minus twenty four and a half. So. Uh, Michigan really side. looked impressive against Minnesota. I thought Minnesota was going to take it to them just because I have a tough time buying in on Michigan, but Michigan really took it to them. They looked very impressive. Yep, they did. All right. Um, Kansas State at uh, West Virginia. I got Kansas State winning this game uh, by the hairs of their chinny-chin-chins just because don't trust the Big 12. I'm not going to waste the lock on it. Just telling you what I think. Coastal Carolina. One last week, they advanced to number 20, and uh, they faced Georgia State at Georgia State. I'm going to go Coastal Carolina, and I'm going to ride the uh, the Coastal train because there's some dogs in this house. Yeah, I like Coastal Carolina too, although I was shocked last week they did not play Grayson McCall, who has had a really, really good season. I don't know what happened. Maybe he was injured. Um, 
he just never played the game. So, uh, but they, they managed to still take care of business against uh, Georgia Southern, who I thought was going to beat them. I thought that was my upset pick and proved me wrong. It was close. It was proved close. Me wrong nonetheless. I think they're going to take it to Georgia State, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right. Iowa State going to Kansas. I think Iowa State rebounds, gets the win, and Kansas working on that defeated record this year. And they're going to stay defeated. Yeah, their schedule's not looking good for the win at any of the games. Yeah, the only thing interesting is the spread, but Kansas is going to get it blown out. Right. Um, let's see, Purdue at Illinois. Don't really know too much about that one. I'll take Purdue, seeing how Illinois played last week. Didn't like it at all. Seeing as I'm like a couple of miles away from Champaign, Illinois, I'm going to take Purdue as well. Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> we're, the college football extravaganza podcast setting up shop in Champaign, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Real, real fast. Um, Big Ten stadiums look terrible during games because they're so empty. Everywhere else, they at least got like a little bit of fans sprinkled throughout the stadium. Big Ten stadiums looking completely empty. Big Ten looking completely disgusting right yeah. now too. So. Yeah. It's weird seeing Ohio Stadium empty. Very weird. Very, very eerie almost. Um, yeah. Okay. UCF at Houston. Um, this game's going to be exciting. Like like uh, any UCF game, it's going to be no defense. Um, lots of scoring. Uh, the over-under is at 82 and a half. So that should tell you something. Damn. I'm locking that up. 82 and a half. Give it to me all day. God, it gets me excited. What, what, what are you, are you going over or are you going under? <laughs> over, baby. This is going to oh. be like, put the over under at 110. I'll probably take it. I locked you up. Is that what you wanted? Oh, that is what I want. Yeah. Oh, gonna, it's right. going to be, I think that's a, that's easy lock. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't feel good. Uh, uh, so UCF going to put up a lot of points. I, I'm gonna avoid. I'm gonna avoid locking this one up, though. I think there's another. There are two more games out there. I have my mind on. I, I, I'm gonna pass on it. I can't take. I can't tell if Joey just like doesn't take this show seriously at all because no one watches it, so he's not gonna face any repercussions for his locks. I, I bet him. I always bet my locks. Come on, <laughs> I put my money on the line. Yeah, that's true. He does. You you do bet your locks. So all right. Um, that's a bold one. That's a that's a bold lock. I, I like love it. them. I love the big over unders like that. I like it too. All right. Um, I got I got I got Houston win this game. I I don't know. If why. they do, I'll, I'll tell you this, Robert. If Houston wins this game, it's a guarantee that the over hit. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely uh, am with you on that train. And they're only uh, UCF's only minus two and a half. That's a close, close margin for Arab. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to lock it up, but I think Houston gets gets UCF this week. Okay. Um, one, two, skipping a loo to Notre Dame. Notre Dame at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech found some offense last week. I think they find some more offense this week and get the win at the Ramblin' Wreck. No. Oh. No, not at all. I think I think Notre Dame actually they, the way they kick the ass of Pitt last week uh Notre Dame is catching on they you know they I thought this team looked a little sloppy um especially when they looked you, really sloppy against Louisville you completely missed what you, I said you know you said it wrong Robert you said Georgia Tech wins what yeah why do I keep missing I've had three you cups said of Georgia coffee Tech wins. oh my god I'm sorry yeah. that's that's too messed up ah uh, two uh, two times I messed up uh, so Notre Dame's offense 
looked great last week, and I think they find some more offense this week. That's what I meant to say. I think Notre Dame wins this game. There you go. Now, I'm going to retract what I was starting to say, about to call you a fucking idiot. Dude, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me today. I messed up earlier, Joey, uh, when Joey and I were just on here. So yeah, I caught him earlier too. Caught me earlier. Well, Bryce Perkins like is the best quarterback in the NCAA. I like their name. <laughs> They're going to contend for the ACC. Go Irish! Yeah. Spreads I at minus twenty. Spreads at minus twenty. Any locks going once? Spreads at minus twenty. No. Uh. I like Notre Dame to cover. Yeah, I like Notre Dame to cover in that ball game. If I'm going to spend a lock, yeah, lock me in. I like Notre Dame to cover that. He's locked in. We're all locked in. All right. Um, Indiana at Rutgers. Uh, you know, I'm going to ride the Hoosier train until it stops. Uh, love the quarterback there. Love that, that game-winning two-point conversion they had. Uh, so I'm going to ride Indiana. I mean, I like Indiana to win, but are y'all showing a spread on this game? I don't even see a spread or anything on it. Uh, Might be I'm not even concerns. Not even looking. Indiana. There's no over and under, though. Yeah, well, I don't know. Consensus, though. There's no actual spread. Not yeah. even looking. Okay. Um, wow, they don't give a shit about this game, then. I like Rutgers. I think, I think they came out big. I know Indiana, uh, they upset Penn State at Happy Valley. But there's something about Rutgers that makes me think yeah, they're not going to win every game, obviously, but they're going to win this one. I feel it, them. I like it was, them. It was at Indiana. It wasn't at Happy Valley. I thought it was at Happy Valley. No. Well, then great home win. Yeah, it was a great home win. <laughs> All right. Um, LSU. Uh, well, TCU at Baylor. I got TCU coming off a loss against Oklahoma. Anyone else? TCU, no, TCU? I don't really have a pick. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, no. Who cares? All right. LSU at Auburn. I got LSU in a big way. Auburn finally gets what's coming to them. Uh, they better they better get what's coming to them because I'm I'm hate I normally like Auburn. I'm hating Auburn this year. Absolutely hating them. Well, Gus needs to win this ball game because once again, he's starting to feel the heat under his seat, but he coaches better when it, when that happens. I uh in this ball game, TJ Fenley is going to start a quarterback once again. He looked great last week. I uh, I think I still like Auburn though. I think this is going to be a good football game, but I think I like Auburn. I don't. I, I haven't liked anything Auburn's done all season. I liked him at the beginning of the year. It hasn't materialized. LSU is putting together a little bit of something, um, and I, I think they pull out the win here. Yeah, LSU pulls out the win, and Gus Melzon's seat gets. Hot, hot. Real hot. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Um, Northwestern and Iowa. Uh, yeah, gonna. Who cares? Hits you with the who cares. Okay. Um, Ole Miss wins at Vanderbilt. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Uh, why you you did you skip over the Texas Oklahoma State game on purpose? Um. Yes. Or is it in different order? Oh. Because I was going to say, I love the under for that game. Uh, 58 and a half, block that up for me. Oklahoma's defense is good. All right. Locked up the Oklahoma State game. Yeah, I got Oklahoma State winning this also. I think they know yeah. where they're at. Um, and they know the opportunity they have. And they know the history of Oklahoma State and what always happens. And we won't talk about it because we want to see them win. I want to see the Cowboys win out, see what happens. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you got anything on Oklahoma State? Uh, I, I, I personally, I like Oklahoma State and the team that they are, the team that they are this year. For a team that also had a little bit of off the like off season controversy, like they they're coming together well. I like Oklahoma State to compete. I think they I think I like them to win the Big Ten, Big Twelve, personally. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Ooh. Never count out Sam Ellinger, but uh, you know, hopefully Texas doesn't play spoiler to their own conference this year. You know, like I think <laughs> I think a couple conferences they have these teams where like they're the champion of the conference, and if that team doesn't get into the playoff, kind of like Ohio State in the Big Ten, then the season is kind of ruined for the conference. Maybe not. Maybe that's just my feeling, but uh, I think Oklahoma's got to be the team at this point for the Big Twelve in that sense. Oklahoma State. Yeah. Oh, th- what did I say? You said Oklahoma. I'm pretty sure. God damn it! Okay. <laughs> All right, Oklahoma State. Okay. Um, Virginia Tech at Louisville. I don't know. I don't know. I, really I don't. Know. Give I, shit about I like Virginia Tech in a big way. I like Virginia Tech too. Um, Louisville. Just put it on Florida State. I think Florida State's just a wild card at this point. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think that was more on Florida State than Louisville. I still think Louisville's bad. Mm-hmm. All right, Boise State, uh, first no second game of the year, um, playing Air Force after a big win against Utah State. I got Boise State winning this game. We like the Broncos here. I, I do. so in Air Force only playing like two games this year. I think this is one of them. And I think they've already played one game, so I, I don't know. Is this it for Air Force this year? Looks like they got Air a Force has schedule. played two, I think. Yeah. So I mean, I like Boise State to win. It's their first game of the year. Wait, wait, or is this their second game? Second, second game. Second game of the year. So I mean, I like Boise State to win this ball game. Uh, Air Force, they, they, they're going to go out there and try, but they're just not a great football team. So go Broncos. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. All right. Um. Mississippi State at Alabama. Alabama shows what they can do without Jalen Waddle, like you said earlier, Joey. They got Devontae Smith. They got Najee Harris. Um, they got all sorts of weapons all over the field. And even who was uh, the wide receiver that um, came in for Jalen Waddle? Michi. Michi. Yeah, he looked good too. So, um, yeah. you know, I think Alabama s- slaughters Mississippi State at this point. Mississippi State uh, oh, yeah. had a, uh, I think, a uh, couple guys opt out, right? Did, did they opt out or get injured or get COVID? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I like Alabama big time. Mississippi State's a bag of trash, and they're not going to move the ball at all. And Alabama cannot be stopped, it doesn't seem like. so. No, no. Yeah, oh. shout out to Mac Jones, by the way, for a guy that struggled a little bit last year, it being his – what was his sophomore year last year? Mm-hmm. And now spending an off season knowing that this was going to be his team. This guy, This guy is – Damn, good. Yeah. So, Kylan Hill is out. Um, Mississippi State's running back. So that's another factor in it, too. Man, Mississippi State, what the, they, they came out so hot and made me so say bad. some ridiculous things like, oh my God, I guess the air raid's actually going to work in the SEC. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Yeah, they got us all. They got us all. All right. Um, Ohio State at Penn State, you know, before the start of the season, we looked at this game as like a marker for the Big Ten to see which direction it's going to go. Um, Ohio State just looks so good. And then Penn State uh, got upset by Indiana. Uh, this is at Happy Valley, but 
it's empty. It's an empty Happy Valley. It's more like Sad Valley, and it's going to be even sadder because Ohio State's going to go in there, and they're going to throw more of their playbook uh, at Penn State, and Justin Fields is going to have a field day. So I think Ohio State wins this one huge. Uh, don't count out Penn State, actually, in this ballgame. I, I think that this game has the potential to really be close. It doesn't matter. What, it's one of those games where it doesn't really matter what the record is. It doesn't really matter what, like who the team played the week before. Penn State's going to come into this ballgame, even though they're not going to have any fans, which is weird considering that stadium holds what, like 104,000 people. They're going to come out there, and they're going to play them very tough. Ohio State's going to win the ballgame, but – when the spread is at 12 and a half, I'm taking Penn State in this ballgame, and I'm going to get ballsy here and lock that shit in. Mm. All right. So you're taking Penn State to win the game? No, I'm taking Penn State to cover. To cover the 12. Win the ball 12. Game. Okay. They're, they're just going to win the ball game by less than 12. Gotcha. Yeah, I agree completely with that take, Davis. Um, I think on the first ever CFP – or CFE, sorry, different – CFP is something different. Uh, um. <laughs> I, I predicted the Penn State Ohio State game, Ohio State to win by like one point, and they did. And uh, I, it, that's because this game's always a close game every year. It doesn't matter how good the teams are; it's just always a really good game. Um, so I like Penn State to cover, Ohio State to win here. I'm not going to say by one point again because I don't think it will be. Um, but yeah, I, I think Ohio State is better. It's just Penn State gets up for this game. James Franklin is already tweeting out Ohio State, Ohio State, Ohio State, Ohio State. Like. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a fun one to watch. How many locks have I used? Have I used one or two? Do we know? Uh, one, I think. One. Yeah. I'm going to lock this game up. I got Ohio State covering that minus 12. Look, Ohio State's got to find a run game. I think this game's up to the pass. I'm uh, pretty sure Penn State's missing its running back one and two. Um, and Ohio State didn't really show much of a run game against Nebraska last week. So it's going to be – throwing the ball all over the place and Ohio state maybe tries to find the run game early on. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Arkansas at Texas A&M. This is a huge game for Arkansas. And this is uh, a game that Texas A&M needs to be on upset alert in my mind. Arkansas is playing some good football right now. Do they get the win at Kyle field? I don't think so. I think A&M wins. I think it is a close game. I pro- I'm probably probably not going to bet it. I, I would bet Arkansas plus 12 and a half, plus 12, sorry. Um, but A&M's going to win. I feel like they're just a better team, even though I, I don't love them at the moment. I got minus 12 and a half. You know what would piss me off more than any, anything in this world? If Felipe Franks were to beat Texas A&M. Oh. That would piss <laughs> me off. I, I think Texas a and going to win this ball game, and I'm not just saying that because I want to avoid getting pissed off. I, I think that Texas A&M is a better team. At 12 and a half, though, something tells me this is going to be a closer game, but I'm not quite sold on it. But Texas A&M should win this ball game. I'm going to say they win by 17. Okay. Yeah, I, I, got, I got Texas A&M winning the game. I think Arkansas is going to cover, though. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be closer than 12 and a half. Um, Probably would take the under in this game. I think it's going to be a defensive ball game. And it's going to be a Jimbo game. Going to be a Jimbo run the ball, um, play action to the fullbacks, to the tight ends. It's going to be that kind of game, kind of like the Mississippi State game was for Texas A&M. That's, that's how I think this is going to go. Um, 
We'll see though. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I hope I hope to be able to watch it a little bit at least. Okay. Um, Missouri at Florida, seven thirty. Oh yeah, I'm not going to get to watch it because it's seven thirty. Okay. So um, Missouri at Florida. This one's going to be interesting. Florida coming off a two week COVID hiatus. Uh, it's it's a scary game for Florida. Missouri's upset LSU. Um, Missouri came off a big win against Kentucky. Now they're traveling to the swamp um, under the lights with new homecoming uniforms for Florida. I, I, I'm not sure. You know, I'm really not sure. Um, Kyle, Kyle Trask was saying that the room in the lockers, the mood in the locker is high. Like they, they're pumped for this game, but it's one of those upset alert games to me. Uh, Missouri is going to put up some points against Florida. I think if Florida's if Florida's defense continues to be as garbage as it is, Missouri is going to score four touchdowns, mm-hmm. but Florida will definitely score more than four touchdowns. The way their offense has been performing this Florida's just going to outscore them. If anything, take the over in this ball game. I already used all my locks, but if there's a game to take the over, you might as well take this one because we're just not going to see defense. I'll take it for yeah. you. I'm taking the over. I'm locking the over on this game, and that's my final lock. Yeah, Florida Stevens is really bad. Um, it, it's going to be an interesting game to watch because it's like, can they actually make a stop? And if they can, uh, then they'll probably beat Missouri, but I don't know. We'll see. The last team to have the ball win. I like to think it's going to be a little I bit. love that saying. It's like the most obvious thing in the world. Well, yeah. The team who has the ball last is going to win. It's like, yeah. usually, yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> Florida gets Kyrie Campbell back. We'll see how much of a big factor that is on the D-line and stopping the run and uh, just overall defensively for Florida. And see if see if Todd Grantham has uh, changed around the personnel at all. And that's that's what I'm looking forward to seeing is, like, changing up the personnel and, the, and, and – looking to see if Brenton Cox can make an impact and stay in his gap and have some gap control on the D line against the run. That's the big thing. He's, he's this five-star guy transferred from Georgia and you watch him in the run game and he abandons his gap. Anyone on defense is going to tell you, if you leave your gap, you're leaving your job and your assignment and some holes are going to open up. That's what happened against Texas A&M. So hopefully they're playing assignment football. So we'll see if the Florida defense can step it up this week. If not, it's going to be a rough season because uh, next season, Florida is not going to be as good on offense. Just going to say it. Unless uh, Emory Jones. Don't even. Yeah, I mean, I have faith in Emory Jones. I have faith in Emory Jones, but I I think Kyle Pitts is gone. I think Kyle Pitts goes to the draft. Oh, no shit, he's gone. He's definitely gone yeah, he's he's first second round draft pick, um, and they'll probably try and stick him at a wide receiver position in the NFL. Okay, um, North Carolina gets a job done at Virginia. Um, yeah, Virginia yeah. sucks this year. Yeah, Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. I think they got them ranked at twenty four. Finally, uh, they made it back in the top twenty five. I think they get a win against Texas Tech. Um, and BYU and BYU rolls on. And that's that's the rest of the games that I got. I don't think I missed any big games. Uh, B, okay, BYU is gonna mud stomp Western Kentucky. Uh, SMU at yeah. or Navy at SMU. Um, I hope SMU wins. They get SMU back to the winning ways. But you never know. You never know. Not feel like I, I will, Navy. I will say after that BYU game, I hope all their students soak each other um, at the end of the game just for a. Uh, <laughs> so, 
celebrate. to celebrate the win. Wow. All right. Some Mormons going wild. We got an episode to you this week. I got class in like seven minutes, so I'm going to go. Um, thank you guys for joining. We had a full crew this week. Tune in to the College Football Extravaganza every week, either on Mondays or Thursdays. That's what we've been doing. Um, throw us a share, throw us a like, throw us a subscribe on the Higher Frequency Podcast Network. Any plugs? Any plugs? Got hair plugs? If you live in the Pensacola area, check out Sports Call, my radio show, every Saturday from 11 to 1. It's a, it's a damn good time. Also, if you, uh, if you love listening to high school football games, you're all about high school football, catch me every Friday night starting at 7 on ESPN Pensacola, 1330 oh, AM no. at 99.1 FM. I'm on the call for the high school game of the week. This Friday, tomorrow is Tate and Catholic. I was about to say, you, you're calling some pretty big high school football games there in the Pensacola area, so that's that's fun. I'm going to have to tune in to one of those games one of these days. but It's uh, fun, man. Yeah. It really is. I mean, that's I, I've always wanted to do play-by-play, so that that's that's really fun. You're, I'm living vicariously through you, so I'm, I'm happy for you doing that. Well, if you're in town and want to catch a game, you're more than welcome to join. Yeah, get me in the press box. Get me in the press box. I'll do a we'll – oh, no, We'll do a podcast, uh, unbeknownst to everyone else. <laughs> Joey froze. Joey's out. That's all right. I got to go, too. Thanks for tuning in this week. I'll get this up and shared tonight. Peace out. Later. These people don't give shit. <laughs> We're giving them the business. The business. The business.